Our first guest ever is the young Tom Bridge. Seems like an appropriate place to start, considering he's seen by many as a new dawn in freestyle. If you went to the KPL four years ago and, and told them that they'd be praising a young man for keeping his kite high and doing a strange fusion of old school and awake style, they would have spat at you. But now look at them. They're all lining up, clapping from the sandbanks, saying, please can you take off from toe side one more time for me? I literally have no idea how you do it. Tom Bridge, your first song is Queens of the Stone Ages, Go With The Flow, used in the vintage YouTube video and probably DVD or VHS in the beginning, Pond Life, which was shot and edited over the course of two years at your local spot, your hometown, Exmouth. Why have you picked this song for us, Tom? Because it's just iconic, isn't it? Well, it's not iconic to everyone, but it's iconic to the people who live in Exmouth. And um, how it fits with that vid is perfect, because it's quite a... I don't know, it seems like quite a rebellious kind of scene at that time with mum and dad them being the main rebels and just the Exmouth locals, Lightwind Lee. Um, yeah, and it just fits well with how it's filmed. Like, it's filmed on a super old school cameras, real shaky stuff. Not really doing it that professionally and just throwing in loads of crashes.
There we have it. Queens of Stone Age. Go with the flow. That was Tom Bridges' first choice in How You Are, How You Are. Tom, your second choice is uh, a song I can't pronounce, but it's by a band called Omega. It was used in Stefan Speciesberger's part in The Bubble. Tom, why was this particular video and this song special to you? It was just, it was like classic Stefan. It was nothing, uh, there was no like weird camera trickery or anything. It was just like raw clips of Stefan doing what he does best, which is making tricks look pretty simple. I've only rode him like once or twice, but I've never seen him crash. And I think in that film as well, just everything, well, in that part, everything was so smooth. I'm sure like he must have done them tricks a couple of times to get him like spot on how he wanted them because I, I get, I bet he's like his own biggest critique.
Bridges' second choice in How You Are, How You Are, a show where we work out how the writers have become who they are. That might have been a better name for it. Anyway, Tom, it's interesting that you've chosen a part by Stefan Speciesberger, considering you ride nothing like him. He is incredibly technical and uh, he loves a grab, whereas uh, you don't. So it's interesting to hear that you got an appreciation for Speciesberger's riding and his... I guess, devotion to making things look easy and fluid, despite it being in a totally different style to your own. Of course, and I think, like, this past year, I'd say, like, I'm way more, like, fluid I am now than I was back when that when I did that Brazil video. Even in, even in that Brazil video, I was doing, if I was doing, like, the maddest tricks around then, it doesn't mean, like, who cares if, like, little Johnny can go do a bloody blinder seven if he makes it look like if that's the one trick he does and makes it look kind of like every other person doing a blinder seven who's really gonna care quite tombridge quite feel like this is an appropriate moment to bring in our next track it's graham nash's better days which was used in the infamous seven minute dylan reed escape video from 2011 now we could spend the next hour talking about the significance of the late dylan reader but this show is about your writing, Tom Bridge. So can you tell us how and why Dylan Reader's writing is important to you? Well, yeah, because he composed himself on the skateboard, like, incredibly well. Like, everything he did, one trick flowed into the next. And how he landed was always, like, perfectly, like, as he would land. He wouldn't, like, try and emphasise, like, style, like, put his arms down. He would just land how he lands. And he was just super, like, buffed out and just, like, going for, like, mad shit. And, um, I think when he filmed that part, I think it was, like, 
especially to everyone watching the, the part that came before, like the Myfield part, this was like such a step up from that. And uh, I think everyone was pretty shocked about like how actually sick he was and how he like, how he made himself look completely different to anyone else on a skateboard. She is only moving on Chasing mirrors through a haze Dylan Reader's Gravis part from 2011. That man's left behind a huge legacy in skateboarding, and for me, Tom Bird, it gives me great confidence in your career that you're uh, attempting to embody some Dylan Reader into your riding. For sure, like how he how he dressed and everything to do, like his aura around him, 
And no one really, no one really mess with him, like because he was so, like, almost like above everyone else, like in what he was doing, like so far ahead. You could have picked any Dylan Reader video, and I wouldn't have been surprised. So, what is it about that video? I think it's got to be the impossible over the over like the the big bank over the rail at the start. Yeah, because that was mad. Or I think he may have done a tray flip nose manual down a, like a like a ledge and then down a, it was like a down like a down ledge which is like mental. I can I can barely do a tray flip and doing that into a nose manual down a ledge it just seems absurd. Yep, good on the bloke. Good on the bloke. Now your next song choice, Tom Bridge, is from Danny McCaskill's 2009 video, Inspired Bicycles. It's safe to say that this video went mad viral. Tom Bridge, what was it about this particular video that ticked your box? I remember at a young age watching it and being like one of the first like thousand people who like to view it. And um, now to see like how blown up that video has been, I think it's still his best video yet because it's like so raw, like it was filmed with an old camera, like, and everything he did were like had no real like professionalism about it and I think that's what made it so cool um, and that's what makes it stand out compared to the rest of his vids. Inspired Bicycles was his breakout video and he's gone on to do some mad shit since then. Exactly yeah like that's what really put him on the map for like for everyone for Red Bull for sure like I'm sure they saw that and was like wow we've got to have this bloke on the team and um, yeah just like the stuff he was doing, especially like the 360 down into the train station or whatever, and then you just see like the the general public like coming over and like peeking over.
like if I was to ask anyone who was the world champion trials bike rider they'd have not a clue would they like who's the world champion trials bike rider but then everyone knows Danny McCaskill because he made it relevant to the general public that has to be done in kiting Nick's kind of doing it with jumping off shit but then maybe that's also so like people see that and like oh wow he's, he's jumped on off this like building that I've stayed in once but it's so like far fetched that no one would ever be able to do that but if you're like riding like in a field or something you're like people might drive past that field and be like oh yeah that's where he did the where he drove in a field or like on the Thames or something that would capture the general public's eye so much more than winning a title like jumping over a pier perhaps you think of the pier and you think of Lewis now from one end of the production scale to the other let's make the jump to a view from a blue moon John John Florence's feature length surf film that uh, had the highest budget ever and is the highest grossing surf video ever what is it about John John's riding in that video in particular that uh, captured your imagination He's like the Dylan reader of surfing, really. Like how he composes himself on on a wave, like off a, off off the water, and um, yeah, just how he how he moves and the power. He, like you you look at a clip of John John, and it stands out way more than any other surfer you'll see, other than yeah. someone like Craig Anderson maybe. But um, you look at a clip of John, and it's like you notice John straight away just from the way he moves and the way his arm moves. And I think that's, like, you have to stand out in whatever you do. You can't just be like a sheep. You can't be like everyone else. I'm just going to blither on about the uh, production of that video for just a moment longer. It is uh, incredible the sort of cameras they used for that in saltwater environments with fucking sand and wind like it must have been a nightmare for those guys behind the camera imagine the pressure on John to perform under all that expensive camera like I feel pressure when there's just a GoPro out there with it being filmed over a year though do you uh does that make you envious because it's not all riding on one session for a banging Instagram clip he's got the time and the space to experiment and perfect definitely I want to um, I want to do like a full like I'm I just need I just love someone to just be on the beach like every time we go out just to just like catch a because always shit happens like every session we get like you get a clip every session for sure and just have that the whole year round I'm sure like a sick video would come out at the end of it Empty statements of bones and 
Is of you from Blue Moon. Tom Bridge. My favourite part of your writing is your combos, and that's where I want to see your writing go over the next little bit. Like I find it hard to do a single trick now. Unless I'm going for like something that I haven't done before. It's still like if you're gonna do a trick you may as well just do something after because especially when it's bloody crowded, you wait so long to get the opportunity to do a trick, you may as well make the bloody most of it and just go and do another one. And how are you finding that pulse kite for combos? I seem to be able to do a trick and it sits in the same spot and it's like being in-hooked but actually being unhooked. It doesn't take too much strain on your arms and you can like, I don't know, I seem to just be able to do trick after trick. And wherever the kite is, it always gives me a bit of lift. Like when I'm doing these combos, I don't look at the kite at all. I'm not even like, I don't know where it is half the time. So it's just like, <laughs> I'd always just edge and then... I'd edge and then, like, it would give me a bit of lift and that would be it and I'll be up. And would you go as far as to say that your style of riding actually requires a more loftier kite? And, like, maybe a sea kite, despite the slack being nice, I don't... Maybe it would hold you back because you need the extra lift. Yeah, exactly, that's what I'm thinking. Like, Guy, it was like, yeah, like, that kite looks perfect for it. Like, he always says that and, like, I go on the Vegas sometimes and it's like, can't do anything on that kite now. Because my riding's okay. changed so much, and it's like been moulded into like what the kites I'm using this year, like the, like now. Yeah, I mean, whatever they say about the orbit being the big air kite, I still think the pulse is just as good, even if not better. Especially for because it it doesn't like it's so stable in the sky. It's more stable than the orbit. It might not boost you as high, but I feel like you feel more confident on it. You know. Tom Bridge, it's time for your last song selection on The Bee Kitchen as part of your How You Are, How You Are episode. The film Bless was a tribute to Dylan Reader and Ty Sean's part was the last part and it was madness. Like Everything he did in there was like, you could tell it was like days and days out filming, like hours and hours just trying the same trick because it was all, um, I think it was mostly all MBDs at the spots he went to. Like, he fakey flipped over a whole road in the bloody film. <laughs> like, so mad. And that and that video, like, shows it perfectly, except, like, the whole gang there. And whenever someone lands a trick, like, everyone's, like, super, like, 
Everyone's loving it. You blowing money fast on this side, nigga. Catch up, nigga. Catch up. I think I'm Big Meech. Larry Hoover. Whipping work. Hallelujah. One nation. Under God. Real niggas getting money from the fucking stars. I think I'm Big Meech. Larry Hoover. Getting work. Hallelujah. One nation. Under God. Real niggas getting money from the fucking stars. My Rolls Royce triple black. I'm Geechee Hout. Balling in the club bottles like I'm Meechee Hout. Rose, that's my nickname. Cocaine running in my big vein. Self made, you just affiliated. I built it ground up, you bought and renovated. Talking plenty capers, nothing's been authenticated. Funny you claiming the same bitch that I'm penetrating. Hold the bottles up, where my comrades. What a fucking feelings, what my dog said. Uh, I got that Archie Bunker, and it's so white I just might charge a double. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, whipping work. Hallelujah, one nation under God. Real niggas getting money from the fucking start. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, getting work. Hallelujah, one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking stars, these motherfuckers mad that I'm icy, stunt so hard, make them come and date me, I think I'm Big Meech, look at my timepiece, it's an out of me here, honey racks at least, look at yourself, now look at me, you can't see a nigga, I'm what you used to be. Look at it this way, you niggas sideways. Always getting money, my nigga crime pays. So fuck a nigga, I'm self-made. You a sucker nigga, I'm self-paid. It's for my broke niggas, it's for my rich niggas. Got a hundred on the head of a snitch nigga. I think I'm Big Meech. Hallelujah, one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the beach, Larry Hoover, getting work, hallelujah, one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking stars, you 36, holes leave you bleeding family, worth kilograms, Blunt tip, orange like caviar, wildin' out, fishtail and Subaru, rally car, out the passenger, letting the order matter, off for eggs, or that girl, I'll knock your mommy and your daddy off, fuck around and knock the emblem on that carry off, four shooters bugging out, blicking at your carry doors, and did I mention, guns from Red Dead Redemption, nine mils, 50 clip extensions, hope it's like a mattress in the hood, I'm flipping on it, and the money's like a chair, I'm sitting on it, I think I'm Big Meech, whipping work, Larry Hoover, whipping one nation, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking stars, I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover, getting work, Larry Hoover, under God, real niggas getting money from the fucking stars.
Strobeck does it perfectly because you think if you ever someone just watched that, it would be like, oh, the the clips are all cut way too long. It's all way too cropped in. But then when you actually watch it more and more, you think like it's actually per it's perfect length and it's perfect like how it's filmed is absolutely perfectly. So Tom Bridge, thank you very much for coming on to the Beat Kitchen for this first How You Are How You Are episode. But we won't keep you a moment longer. Get out there on the water, because it's all resting on you now. Go and make an absolute belter for us, will you? Mm-hmm.